Star Wars, Jedi Quest, The Trail of the Jedi, by Jude Watson. Read for you by Jonathan Davis. Chapter 1 From deep space, the planet Ragoon 6 lay concealed by a blue mist shimmering in the midst of a cluster of stars. As the transport descended, the mist broke into sparkling particles that swirled around the viewscreen. Then the ship broke through into a planetary atmosphere so clear it seemed as transparent as water. Glinting below was a planet as green as a flashing jewel. Anakin Skywalker's breath caught as he leaned forward. He had never seen such a beautiful approach to a planet. Obi-Wan Kenobi put a hand on his shoulder as he too leaned forward. I had forgotten how beautiful it is. Anakin glanced at his master. Despite his beard, his face suddenly looked young, even younger than when Anakin had met him five years before when Anakin was nine years old. Obi-Wan had been a Padawan then, just like Anakin was now. No doubt Obi-Wan was remembering his other trips to the planet, the ones he had taken with his own master, Qui-Gon Jinn. Ren Hanoran, their Jedi pilot, nodded. I always forget until the next time I see it. It takes your breath away every time. It's amazing that it hasn't been colonized, Anakin said. It was given in trust to the Senate by its own government, Obi-Wan explained. Only small tribes of natives still inhabit it. A Senate committee handles requests to visit. Only the Jedi and small groups of beings can visit at any one time. Access is strictly controlled. That way, Ragoon 6 will remain unspoiled, as the government wanted. There are no air lanes, no factories, no cities. The Ragoons never allowed colonizers to settle. Ren said. Their own population dwindled until finally there was a handful left. They could no longer keep out all those who wanted to come. They knew they would have to give up what they loved most in order to save it. But if they just allowed colonizers to come, they could have kept their planet, Anakin pointed out. Yes, but they chose not to. The beauties of their world were too important to them, Obi-Wan explained. To keep the planet unspoiled was their first goal. They sound selfish to me, Anakin said. They wanted to keep their planet beautiful for themselves and a few others. Or perhaps they were wise, Obi-Wan said. It is not for us to say. Anakin turned his gaze back to the planet's surface and sighed under his breath. One of the hardest things he found about becoming a Jedi was suspending judgment. To Anakin, things were good or bad, smart or stupid. Obi-Wan had this maddening way of not taking a stand on things. If I had a planet that was truly my home world, I wouldn't give it away. I'd want to be able to come back whenever I wanted, Anakin said. He had spent his early years on Tatooine, but he had been a slave. He did not feel as though the planet was his home, even though his mother still lived there. The temple is your home, Obi-Wan said gently. Anakin nodded 
but he knew that in his heart he did not feel that way. He loved the temple and was always glad to return to it. He loved its order and its grace. He loved the beauty within it, the room of the thousand fountains and the deep green lake. But it did not feel like home. Unlike the Jedi students, Anakin had once had a home. Unlike them, he remembered his mother. He remembered running home through the heat and bursting through the door to be met with cool and shade and open arms. He remembered his warm cheek against her cool one. No, his home had not been a planet. It had been much smaller, and humbler, and much more precious. Life in that home had not been easy. There had been times of food shortages, times when they had shivered at night for want of fuel. The temple was never short of food or fuel. The temperature was maintained at the optimum degree for the various beings who lived within. It was warmer and safer than the slave quarters on Tatooine. But it still didn't feel like home. Home will always be where Mom is, no matter how old I get, no matter how long it's been since I've seen her. There are the Rost Mountains, Ren said. We'll land, and I'll say goodbye there. He grinned over his shoulder at Anakin, and then you'll try to catch me. Ren was an older Jedi with a graying beard who had chosen to teach at the temple rather than continue to go on missions. Anakin had studied the politics of governments with Ren, and he knew the Jedi Master had a wide-ranging grasp of political philosophies in the galaxy. As part of his Jedi service, Ren also volunteered to take part in training missions for Jedi teams. Anakin and Obi-Wan would try to track Ren through the wilderness. The exercise was designed to strengthen the bond of trust between Master and Padawan. On Ragoon Six, they would have only each other to depend on as they tracked Ren through the rugged terrain. Anakin's eyes danced as he bowed respectfully to Ren. It will be my honor and pleasure to find you in a single day, Ren. Ah, in only one day, you say. You are almost as cocky as your master used to be, Ren said. I think my clues just got harder. I enjoy teaching lessons to overconfident Padawans. Anakin hid his grin. In his classes, Ren had been respected, but he'd also been teased behind his back by the Jedi students for taking himself a little too seriously. Anakin would love to find them before a single day had passed. That would deflate his superior manner a bit. Still, Anakin couldn't help wondering why Obi Wan had decided to take him on this training exercise. 